0: I'm Noah, and you're listening to Product Journey. I am back with another Product Journey episode, have not had a podcast episode in a little while. I'll also be putting this on YouTube, so you might be watching this on YouTube, you'll get to see a little bit more if you're watching on YouTube. But we are bringing it full circle here, this is is pretty crazy. Um, I haven't done a podcast episode in a little while for a couple of reasons kind of cuz what we're about to talk about here where you know I was in this whole process of selling potion and it's it's kind of just hard to I mean you you just can't talk about much when you're in this process of selling something because you don't want things to go wrong you can't share information yet because it's all kind of confidential and you don't want to upset the buyer and all that kind of stuff so it has been a little tricky the last couple months where I haven't gotten to do what I like to do which is create uh, videos on YouTube, share more on Twitter, build them public kind of stuff, um, record podcast episodes. So it's been a little while, and so I'm glad to kind of jump back in it. And today in this podcast, in this video, we're going to just go, kind of go through how this all went down, go through... Um, how I sold Potion, um, and should be fun. And I'll probably go through some questions I know people have had. Um, I did an AMA on Twitter recently, and there's lots of questions, uh, which was fun answering. But I can answer some of those here, and hopefully, it's just it's good to hear the story, like and actually me talking through it. Maybe you'll get more out of that. Um, but if you're looking on the video, you can see we have had or I've done 102 videos. Of this story of potion on YouTube and I I first created these videos on Twitter they're just like two-minute little videos and then I'd repost them to YouTube and it's not like on YouTube they've gotten a lot of views like there's 102 videos here they've got almost 5,000 views total (laughs) so for 102 videos 5,000 views that's not that's not a lot that's not great actually just looking at it, it, seems like it should have more than that. Like even just the first one has over a thousand and then the, the other ones have 500. So I don't know, maybe it has more than that. Maybe that's just how many views the playlist has. I'm not sure. Um, but anyways, I guess my point is it's not like these videos have gotten a lot of views. It's not like me sharing these videos on YouTube has gotten a lot of people checking out Potion really. It's, it's more so been for myself and then for some people on Twitter. Like I guess they, they get more views on Twitter when I was putting those out than on YouTube. Um, but it's it's more so for the other entrepreneurs, the other builders who are trying to create stuff. Like I've, I've been hoping that this is maybe, it, like you can actually see the whole process. Like I started these videos from day one making videos of like sharing my decision making, my thoughts, how I'm doing things. And so it's, it's, for at least for me, it's really cool to be able to go back and see like, oh, what was I thinking at like the first week or the the second month of like building this business and to see it actually come to fruition where I've been working on this for two years, started it, built it, built it, um, and then actually am now selling it. It's, it's just kind of crazy and a little bit surreal. And so this video, I guess, is going to be the very last one of this playlist. It's going to be video 103 um, of building Potion, um, which is pretty cool. It's it's been fun to do this. I've really enjoyed building this business. Um, so I did a Twitter thread um, just last week where basically I was able to finally share the news that I sold Potion. And so, basically, it starts like this. I have some news. My SaaS potion has been acquired. I've been building Potion solo for the last two years. Here's the story on how things went down, even the sale price. Uh, so it was really nice that my my buyer Bruno was willing to let me like share like the acquisition price, all that. Just because I've been building this in public since the beginning, I've been sharing numbers, I've been sharing all the data, and so for me that was just like kind of a cool thing to kind of tie a bow on this whole thing that like everyone could actually see kind of what's possible of like, okay, you got a business growing at this size, uh, doing this much in revenue, like how much can you sell that for? Like, I think that that kind of information is just hopefully helpful and, and inspiring for other entrepreneurs to be like, okay, I can go, I can make this happen. I can do this myself. Um, and this tweet, this Twitter thread really blew up. This is probably the biggest Twitter thread I've already, I've ever had. Um, it has a hundred, 1,361 likes. I think it got to maybe 400,000 views. If I, oh yeah, 450,000 views, which is pretty crazy. 65 retweets. So yeah, this kind of story, I, I kind of thought this this might happen because just people like to see this kind of data. They like to see these kind of stories. And so it is it is kind of cool that it, it kind of came to fruition like this. And I think that's why it did well. So in, in this Twitter thread, I kind of just go through the story. So I'll I'll go through that now, like how this happened, how this went down. So I guess I should start with why I decided to sell. And this is probably one of the questions I got the most besides where I sold it, um, which is I listed on acquire.com and that's how people found it. Um, But yes, a lot of people want to know like why, why sell now. And so I think, you know, especially for a solo entrepreneur, it kind of comes down to like what kind of what you want to do, like what's your desires. And I've been working on Potion for over two years. And not that I've gotten bored of it, but I've just kind of gotten to a place where I'm like, one, I don't know what the ceiling of this business really is. Like how big can I really grow it? Like it is built on top of a platform. It's built on top of Notion, which means there's there's some limitations there of how far you can grow this thing. Um, But I've just, you know, I've been working on the same problem for a while. And so it, it was just, I was kind of getting less motivated to do it basically. And I think you, you definitely want to work on something you enjoy that you're motivated to do. And just in my mind, like I was starting to get excited about other ideas, other things I could do other things I could build. And so that's really, I think where it started to come down to, okay, maybe, maybe I should sell, you know, cause then kind of the two options is either I just kind of hold on to this business and just kind of keep it running or I sell now and kind of take the profits and then go do something else and I think you know I think holding and sell like holding on to it is not a bad way to go like that that would be pretty good, cool too especially since I got potioned down to only taking me around three four hours a week of maintenance of basically doing customer support things like that but on the flip side, things always come up. It's like, you know, there's always something you got to fix, always something, you know, you got to make some feature better or work better with how Notion's working. So it's not like I can just coast and just never like work on it. Like there was things I'd have to do to work on. And and just there's kind of like that back, like worry in the back of your head of like, um, what if something happens? What if something changes? And so that's where I started, like for me, it started to make sense like, okay, maybe I should sell this and kind of take the money that I've made from it kind of Um, harvest the work that I've done and then I kind of have then the freedom to go do something else I don't have to worry about this business and I can just really focus on something new that I'm excited about that I'm motivated about and so that's really where I started to think okay maybe I should sell it and I did have like some numbers in my mind where it's like all right if, if someone's only willing to buy it for less like you know less than what I'm wanting, then, then no, I won't sell it. And I'll just kind of keep on going with it because I might as well do it myself if I can get a better kind of valuation or make more revenue just by running it myself. Like that makes more sense. So I had some different numbers and actually 300k was actually kind of my number of, I don't, I'm not going to go below 300k. Like that was, that was something I kind of made up in my mind before I'd even started talking to some different um, buyers and potential buyers and kind of where I got that number is just talking to, um, a couple of different people. Actually I'll, I'll shout out John Hainstock. He's been really helpful to me in this whole process. Like I asked him lots of questions and he has a lot of experience with this cause he works at quiet light where he like basically advises and helps founders sell their business. So he knows what's normal. He knows like for SaaS businesses, what, what people are selling for and how to evaluate different businesses. And uh, I mean, he kind of told me 300K was probably on the high side of what he would think Potion is worth. Um, But for me, like just looking at the multiples, um, that's kind of the number I really wanted to go for. And so I listed Potion on MicroAcquire or Acquire.com at first at 400K, kind of because I knew like people are always going to negotiate lower. And so you know, you might as well put it a little bit higher because they're going to negotiate lower, you can meet in the middle. And it just kind of, I feel like starting with a higher price just kind of sets the bar um, where they can actually feel like they're maybe getting a good deal if you kind of move it down. Two weeks later, um, you know, I I definitely got some people interested at that price, like just asking questions and stuff, but I was definitely hearing people start to say like, eh, it's probably too much or something like that. And so, Two weeks later, I moved it down to 350K. And so that's kind of the the listing that I I kept it at um at that price. Um and so with Acquire, Acquire was awesome. Um Acquire.com just made this really easy. So shout out to Andrew Gastecki. It's a great platform that just makes it way easier, I feel like, to sell sell businesses. Um I got around 25 people that signed an NDA, which basically just gave them more data on the business. Um, you know, you have to upload all this data about your business, kind of like your P&L, like profit and expenses and things like that. And that's, you know, something that people want to see. And so, yeah, like 25 people that were interested. And then out of that, six people wanted to jump on a call. So I talked with six people, you know, went through more information, answered their questions. And out of those six people, three people actually ended up giving an offer. One was like kind of like a really low ball. I wasn't even really considering it. And then the other two were were really pretty good and pretty close. And and that was nice to have, too, because then I could kind of negotiate between those two and kind of you know tell the one guy, like, hey, uh, I got someone else at this price. Would you be willing to do this? And that ended up being Bruno, who was like, yep, I'll do 300K. So it was really awesome working with Bruno. He was just very transparent and uh, easygoing. And also, like, he knows how to code and stuff. Like, that was one of the things I was a little bit worried about. was, like, selling to somebody that... Maybe doesn't know how to code, and they're just like looking to like hire out contractors and things like that. I feel like that would just make the transition a lot kind of more painful for me, where it's like they're kind of relying on me and need my help more because they don't know how to do this stuff themselves. And so I really liked that Bruno, like he he's sold like a, a SaaS business in the past. He's got a lot of experience. He can do software development himself, so like he can handle all of this on his own, which is awesome. So that was really why I liked working with Bruno. And it's, it's really has been a great process. Um, let's see, some other details of just like how, how the process works. Um, so it took two months from listing Potion to actually closing, um, so it, it went decently quick. Um, the first step is like making an LOI. Um, we kind of went back and forth on like what we wanted to be in the LOI, like the price, and like what, what things would look like afterwards, like how much would I be helping after we sell the business, And I was really happy with that, too, where kind of what we landed on was we'd have this five-day period of transition where, you know, you'd be sending over the accounts, sending over all the basically things that you're acquiring when you get potion. Um, And that took five days, which is actually a pretty quick five days. Um, And then after that, I would basically just be available for 30 days where each week I just would at most have to spend four hours a week answering questions, helping with things, um, and that's it. Like There's 30 days, four hours each week, um, which we're almost done with that period, and I, re- I don't think I've done that much. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really been counting, but it's, it's probably more like an hour to two hours each week or something like that. So it really has been great. It's been a really easy transition process, um, which I'm really happy with. And uh, yeah, it really, it really went down pretty well uh, like, I'm, I'm just really happy with how, how, it's, how it's gone, which has been great. Um, let's see, a couple other things I shared in this Twitter thread was just like some highlights. Like, just looking back to Potion, what were some of the highlights, um, some of the fun things that happened, because it, it was really a fun business to run. What I really enjoyed about it was serving other entrepreneurs. Like, a lot of the customers of Potion were people that were trying to create a business online as well or have like a portfolio website so they could share show off their skills and things like that. So it was it was really a fun user group to serve, which I really enjoyed. And I think it helps that like I kind of am in that user group. Like it was definitely serving myself, like my own itch. And I just think that makes it easier. Like I can understand my customers. Um, so it took me two months to build the MVP and I started it in November of 2020. And after that two months, I started like an early access. So I had like an early access, I think for like a month, almost two months maybe. Um, But on the second day, I got my first customer. Um, And all my, you know, my first 75 customers came from Twitter. And so really, you know, like we were talking about at the beginning of this, I was doing a lot of building in public, a lot of sharing the process. And I think that worked well because the people that like building in public are also usually entrepreneurs, other creators And like i mentioned those are are my specific target audience those kind of people are the target users for potion so that whole just mix just really worked well for me i think and that's how i got my first 75 customers another highlight was that in may 2021 i launched on product hunt and i did that launch kind of after things were going well like i could already see things were working i already had my first 75 customers already had people paying um, already had like an email list of 2,000 people. So I feel like it was a really good setup to then launch on Product Hunt, which ended up getting first of the day, first of the week. I ended up getting a maker grant that month for just being like a, I don't know, top product hunt, I don't know, maker or something like that. Um, but those were definitely some cool highlights and Product Hunt really kind of pushed the business forward in that I got my next 100 customers within like the next month or two from Product Hunt. And then there's also just like this long lasting effect where I've noticed I get I get a decent amount of people coming to the website from Product Hunt every month, even today, um, where I think Product Hunt really helps your SEO. Like if you're one of those top top products of, of a week or whatever, like it just ranks you higher on Product Hunt, which ranks you higher in Google. And so that's just been a really, you know, that's been very beneficial throughout this whole thing. Um, let's see, another highlight is so end, well, so beginning of 2022, potion just kind of started to plateau. Like it, it was growing maybe 1% a month and, and kind of the churn, which was kind of high ish was like 8% was canceling out my growth, um, for each month. And so I was really just plateauing. It wasn't really growing. And it was in that state for around six months. And at this time I was just like really unsure what to do, um, wasn't sure how to move forward if I even should be spending my time on potion be investing more time into it and so it was a really tricky time to know what to do and actually at that time I was also considering selling like maybe maybe it's time to move on like maybe I can't th- get this thing to grow more maybe I should just sell so I actually had some conversations and if you listen to the podcast, I think I talked about that previously in the podcast uh, in the podcast where I was uh, potentially gonna sell to somebody. Um, and that that kind of fell through, thankfully, <laughs> because all this none of this would have happened um, because I was actually potentially about to sell for half the price that I just ended up selling for. Um, so spending the extra time to kind of get potion to the next level and grow it was definitely worth it in this case. You know, how did I get it past that plateau? Well, I spent like two months really focusing on the product. I made a Potion V2, just made it a lot better, made it look a lot better, fixed some different bugs that I think were causing people to either cancel their trial uh, and jump out because it wasn't working exactly right. So I fixed some different issues I found that were really causing some problems for people. That was that was a big thing. Um, I talked to a couple of different people and got them to be affiliates. That was pretty huge because they were constantly bringing me new people um, every week. So getting a couple of good affiliates on board was huge. And then I started the free plan, which I don't really know that the free plan helped that much. Um, there was definitely you know just more people using Potion because of that. And so it was kind of starting this like flywheel effect of just more people maybe hearing about Potion, which then eventually gets more people to convert but i think i have around you know at the time of sailing, selling had like 3000 people that were on the free plan that's kind of hard to know how many of them were like actually using it day to day but i think you know i think especially with the free plan it's like it takes time to really activate and work to where you start to get people actually um getting you know upgrading to the paid plan and stuff like that so i don't know how much benefit i i got from that i know for sure, the data I know is around like 15 people found Potion by the free plan and then clicked on like the little badge and then they ended up converting to paid. So that's like one number, uh, which isn't huge. That's not a huge amount of people. But it's like I said, it's it's a little bit hard to track. And I think some of the benefits of that are still probably to come as that flywheel kind of grows and grows. Um So yeah, that were some of the highlights, Uh, got potion up to 6,300 MRR, was doing like 6% growth for the last like eight months or so, um, which is pretty, pretty good. And so it just kind of felt like, okay, I feel like I have some good numbers here where I could maybe sell at a, a good valuation and kind of like I was talking about with just wanting to do some other things. Um, and start a new business, like it just seemed like maybe now 's a good time. just you know what 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 could go wrong? like you might as well just try just like throw it up there on acquire.com and see what happens and so that 's kind of what I did, and it 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 worked out like uh, you know talked to the different people, found a buyer, and so yeah pretty pretty stoked about it, pretty excited about it. Um, I feel like it was a pretty good ending to this whole piz- business. Um so let's see some of the questions that people were asking. Um so I I made a a uh, a tweet just be saying like hey I, I sold my business for 300k. Um ask me anything. And that tweet also <laughs> went pretty big, bigger than I thought. I got 190 questions that I answered. I went through and I answered all of them, which was a lot. That took me that that at least a couple of hours. Um but that got seen by over 150k people too, um which is cool. And so, yes, I think one of the main questions people are asking is like, how did I feel about it? Um, and I think it was really weird. The, the first day after it wasn't mine anymore, a couple new, you know, I could still have, I still had access to a lot of the the data, a lot of the different SaaS tools that, you know, Potion is using. So I could see like, oh, a couple new customers came in and it was really weird to feel like they weren't mine anymore. That like, I wasn't benefiting from this thing that I built that's just kind of going on its own where while you sleep it just like makes more money It was really weird to like oh, I don't I don't have that anymore Like I think I got I almost took that for granted of just having an asset that kind of grows on its own Like that's a really cool thing and it's not a normal thing And so yeah, it was kind of sad. I was like, I guess I don't have that anymore and, and it made me want that again It was like, all right, I gotta <laughs> I gotta do this again Um, Because the other thing is I I already kind of started to basically plan for what I'm going to do next, um, which is I'm going to work 15 hours a week for another startup while I kind of get my next business rolling. Main reason for that is I don't want to have to live off of the, you you know, the profits of the sale. Like I'd like to be able to keep that, invest it, use it wisely instead of just start to use it um, to live. Um, So I've already started working for a couple other startups doing like some freelance work And that was kind of a hit in the face as well, where it was just like, man, I think I've had it easy for a while. Like I was kind of like waking up, working on whatever I thought made sense with Potion or what I wanted to do. And I really wasn't working you know, that much in a lot of ways. I wasn't having to have like deadlines and have like this pressure of some boss saying like, okay, we want this done by Friday. And I was already starting to have that with these freelance jobs. And so I was kind of already see like how easy and how like great I had it. Which I think, you know, long-term, I think that'll be good. Like, I think that's going to be motivating for me again to be like, all right, I need to make another business work because I don't want to work for somebody else the rest of my career, (laughs) you know, which I could be in that state if I, you know, if I didn't make something else work. So that's been kind of weird to feel that, to kind of feel the benefits I already I had as a SaaS. And it's, you know, like people say, is you don't know what you have till you kind of lose it. Um, So that was really interesting and kind of odd to kind of feel that. Um, But on the other side of things, I just felt very relieved that like, okay, I don't have to worry about potion support, like supporting customers. I don't have to worry about everyone's websites. Like this thing's kind of just off my hands now, off my plate. And that that felt really good. Like, you know, especially in the early days of potion, it kind of felt like I was on call a lot where it's like, if anything goes wrong, I need to be like in live chat, like helping users and things like that. And so, it's definitely gotten to where it's not like that as things gotten stable. But yeah, there's still just kind of that feeling of just this extra little jitteriness of just, Oh, is everything going well? And kind of that on-call feeling. So that really feels like a a great relief. Um, And you know, when the, when the money hit the bank, that felt, that felt good. It was like, all right, I've, i made something that someone was willing to buy and now it's worth all this money. And now I have that money. It's in my bank that was pretty that was pretty crazy. um I am not like going crazy with like on a spending spree or anything like that. It was kind of funny when the money hit the bank. All I did was I went to Dairy Queen and I got a blizzard, <laughs> which was awesome but that was that was the money that was my big spend um uh, once the money came in. We did a week after um my wife and kids and i we went on a little two day vacation trip just kind of like to celebrate potion. That was kind of the goal, like, hey, this happened. Um, Let's be excited about it. Let's have a little vacation celebration. So that that was fun, that was really good. Other than that, I've not bought really much. And I kind of have a list of things I probably need to get. I'm not like, you know, I'm not gonna go get a crazy car or anything like that. I do need to get a new MacBook Pro sometime because mine is 2017 and it's starting to get kind of slow and not great to work with. So I'm excited to get a new MacBook at some point. I'm, I'll probably get a new like widescreen monitor. That would be cool. Um, just making like working more fun. Um, but I'm trying to use discipline and not let myself get anything right away. And maybe that's kind of weird. But I'm just you know I think it's good to just be able to show you have the discipline and just kind of wait. So I'm just like pushing those purchases out a little bit farther. At some point, we're gonna get like a table to go on our back deck. Um, that will be nice. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of how I've been feeling about things. Another question that multiple people asked is taxes. We love to talk about taxes, don't we? H- how much am I going to have to pay on taxes for this? And I was a little bit worried about this too. It's like, okay, is the you know is the government just going to take half of the money that I made off of this sale? And uh, thankfully, no. Um, I talked to my tax advisor multiple times. And according to him, I'm just going to have to pay 15%. Um, This is obviously very dependent on where you live. I'm in Washington in the US, but I'll have to pay 15%. And I get capital gains tax, which is great because capital gains tax is less than just like if it was like a normal income. Normal income would be 30%, but it's 15% because I've held the business for over a year and it's capital gains. Um, And so, yeah, we'll see. Maybe once tax season comes around um, maybe I'll have to pay a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see, but that's at least what my tax advisor saying to start out. That's how much the tax is going to be, which is, which is pretty good. I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. Pretty content with that. Um, let's see the, o- the other question I feel like I got a lot was like, what am I going to do next? And I haven't shared what I'm working on next, but I, I will say I'm already been working on it. I've actually been working on multiple things the last three months as I was kind of approaching Uh, you know, thinking I was going to sell potion. I was starting to, you know, I didn't want to just leave, sell potion and then just have nothing um, where like I had nothing I was like kind of had in motion. And so I was already starting to work on different business ideas. I actually like basically tested and prototyped three different ideas, uh, which maybe I'll talk about those at some point where I was really just testing the water, seeing what I wanted to do next, um, trying different ideas, see what could work. And I think I've landed on something that I'm pretty excited about. So I'll have to share more about that. And maybe I'll even make more podcast episodes to uh, talk through some of this business stuff um, through the beginnings of this business, which would would be fun. Um, some people are saying, like, why not, you know, are you going to take, like, a big break or something like that? And to be honest, kind of like I was saying, I feel like I've already had it really easy with the end of Potion. Um, like, the last four or five months of Potion, I wasn't doing a ton on Potion. One, because I knew, like, I was... You know thinking about selling it like this and so i wasn't thinking oh i should just spend a ton more time if i'm not going to get the return on that investment um so i was already starting to kind of take it easy and like work on other things like on these new business ideas and i don't know i i i don't i didn't feel i kind of felt very rested in what i was doing um so i don't feel like i need like a big break or something i'm actually just really excited to kind of get going on the next thing so i'm not yeah i'm not really planning to take a break Um, it was actually kind of funny. I, you know, so I was trying to find a contract job to work 15 hours a week, like I was mentioning to kind of just be ready for this. And I was talking to three different startups and, you know, I was kind of telling all three of them that I could work for them and I could make this work because, you know, like the chances of, all of them working out would just you know aren't that high. Like it's it's hard to find a job where people are willing for you to be part time um, and do that. But then it so happened you know they all kind of delayed. They're all like uh, oh, we're not ready yet. But then all at the same time all three of them like yeah we want you to start working now. Um, so I had a week where I was working 15 hours each for for three different startups. That and that was in the process of a lot of the selling potion stuff. So that week was just insane. I was doing all this stuff, and it was it was too much. Uh, I then thankfully dropped off one of those contracts, and then was starting to do two, the two of them. Um, and now I've dropped off to just one of them, um, so that's worked out pretty well. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of just feel like I'm I'm ready to get going to the next thing. I don't I don't need a big a big break. Um, I don't even, did I mention on this podcast? I obviously, I mentioned on the Twitter stuff, but I don't know if I mentioned, I so I sold it for 300K. Uh, maybe I already did say that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'll make that the title of this podcast that I, I sold it for 300K. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably about it for this podcast. That, that's most of the questions. If you guys have any more questions, reach out on Twitter. Um, and I'm excited to share more again about what I'm up to, what I'm building next. It should be fun. Um, and actually, yeah, just a little bit about that. Like, I'm, you know, I've been thinking about what kind of thing I want to build. And maybe I can talk more about this in the future. But I think I want to build something. I, wa- I want to do something a little bit more ambitious, and I think with that in mind, like I don't want to build on a platform like I did with Potion just because I think that does give a ceiling. Like I, I want to build something that has some bigger potential, bigger possibilities. And then I think I'm also interested in building a small team. Like if I could build to like three, five people, like I think that could be fun. Like there's just a lot of new learning and figuring out how to delegate, how to build a team um, and work with people. I think that would be fun this time. Though, you know, with Potion, I did it also, which was also fun. And so i'm just kind of thinking through how i'm going to do that i i don't really want to go i don't want to raise a ton of venture capital Um, but I also want to be open to like, if that makes sense with what I'm doing and I see the potential and growth, like maybe raise a little bit of money. So yeah, I'm just trying to starting to think about how I want to do it different this time with this business. And I definitely want to build a business where I just have a lot of options where I could maybe be solo for a while, then hire some people, maybe raise some money, but also not raise money if I don't want to have to raise money and still have a business that works. Um, so trying to find an idea that works with all those like different kind of check boxes in mind. And, uh, so yeah, looking forward to, to what's next. Let me know if you have any questions, always reach out on Twitter and I'll see you hopefully in another episode.